did I like it? No. Is it as bad? <laughs> Pizza time. Pizza time. Pizza time. Let's move on to the review part of today's episode where we are going to cover She-Hulk and the Better Call Saul finale. And so let's go and just start off with the with the She-Hulk uh, episode one premiere and uh, give our thoughts. Um, you go first. So you want to go first? You go first, sir. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not going hey, to gladly agree with you, but I know. Maybe not. Maybe you not. Go first. But I'll, 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 okay. I'll take it. Um, all right. So She-Hulk episode one arrived on Thursday earlier this week. And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me. I'm wondering if I should just say my thoughts now or give a little recap. Okay, I'll give a quick recap. So the episode basically introduces us to Jessica Walters. Is that right? Is that Tatiana Mans? Is that the Jennifer character? Jennifer Walters. Jennifer Walters. Yes. Sorry. Right. There's already Jessica Jones, so we can't have two Jessicas. Jennifer Walters, uh, played by Tatiana Maslany, uh, and she plays. Obviously, she transforms into She-Hulk, and basically, what the first episode is, is. Uh, her us witnessing her Origin. transforming for the first time and get, having to get used to mm-hmm. coming to terms with that while she's on Bruce's private island, uh, who's her, who's her cousin. And uh, I'm glad to have, and most of the a lot of the episode was basically with uh, Bruce Banner and Mr. Uh, Ruffalo, so that was really nice. But that's okay. basically essentially uh, the episode was that yeah. on their island and then figuring out if she, yeah, what, what, what her powers are and if she can do this. And uh, I will say, um, did I like it? No. Is it as bad? <laughs> it, I didn't like it. it, it ultimately, I did not like it. It didn't really sell me on the show yet. However, it, it's definitely not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's definitely nowhere near as good as I'm, what I wanted it to be. Right. Um, I think it definitely has... I, de- I definitely think there's a feminist agenda that uh, that is, you know, still at the forefront of anything. That being said, you know, the CGI was actually good. I didn't mind the CGI. I thought it looked yeah. awesome. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I had no yeah. complaints about the CGI. I thought it looked great. Again, Mark Ruffalo was awesome. I still really love Tatiana Maslany. I think she's a great actress. I love her. Um, uh, I just thought that. Again, the feminist stuff is clearly there, and that's probably going to persist throughout the, the the rest of the show. And I'll just have to deal with that. That's fine; I can get over it. But um, what I really loved, the, the stuff I actually mostly loved, was uh, the the fourth wall breaking was cool. That I thought that was all fun. I like yeah. that. I thought that was fun. I liked it. So if they keep doing that, that's cool. But uh, the the scene that I the, the scene that uh, really gave me something to chew on. Has technically nothing to do with oh, Hulk, I and I'm exactly sorry. What you're about. You do, I know you do, because I'm sure you loved it too. But it yeah. was when they were at the there's a scene where they're at <laughs> Bruce's personal uh, personal bar, which is hilarious. Yeah. And we find out on this island, I forget where it is, but it's in a secluded island. Oh, Mexico. Okay, Mexico. They're Mexico. And we find out that uh, this bar was, or yeah, the bar, and oh no, the entire facility. There's a like a high tech facility in this uh, oasis, basically, island. Uh, was helped built by Tony Stark before he passed away in Endgame. And um, I love that. And uh, that in and of itself was enough. But yeah. then they showed the shot of on the bar that they've et- uh, Bruce and Tony had etched their... <laughs> They etched their um their their initials into the bar like yeah. you know best friends or lovers would do. I thought yeah. that was so funny, uh, and yeah, um, yeah. that was nice. And what Bruce said was that he that Tony would come 
to the island to talk about uh, what happened after Civil War and uh, talk about Tony, uh, talk about, uh, God, these names, Steve. And um, I just, I love that. I just thought yeah. that was so nice to hear again from mm-hmm. a part of like with something that we never thought, you know, was even there. It happened in between uh, movies and it's just for this really poignant moment that Bruce yeah. and Tony really had clearly mm-hmm. a great friendship that I think that they, it made me realize, man, they really didn't play on that in the last Avengers mm-hmm. movies. And I wish yeah. they did. Cause the last time I think about it now, like the last moment they really he- shared was, like at the end of Iron Man three, when that that, that post credit scene was them, uh, when yeah, Bruce was acting as yeah. like a psychiatrist, yeah, yeah, um, and I love that, and they never really built upon that, and this yeah. this this at least brought us back to that, and I love that, and so yeah. it wasn't She Hulk related ish, but and because because that freaking bitch fucking etches her goddamn name next to that unearned at the later of the episode, and I hated that, but that moment, yeah, itself was fine, uh, anyways. That's yeah. that's that's my spiel. Um, I, I, I want you to go, go ahead. I think that <laughs> what you to say. Um, first of all, I think that line that I think Bruce says it was a bright moment in an otherwise terrible time. Uh, the blip. Oh line. yeah, that was like, you know, and it it really does. I, it's very, very, very apparent to me that Marvel is setting something up with Hulk that yes. there was that leak from D23 that there would be a that in D23 we'll get a World War Hulk announcement um there That's is now rumors one. that the Hulk uh the Hulk um rights from Universal partially owns will revert back fully to Marvel in 2023 nice which gives them plenty of time to make that movie or TV show whatever they're going to do and that the World War Hulk will be a big uh, springboard for events in secret wars so i think it's incredibly clear to me uh from the sakar ship the sakarian ship trying to send a message at the beginning of the episode you know is are they trying to like say hey hulk you need to come back to sakar because we got something for you aka your son's on the planet wrecking shit uh which is a world war hulk storyline which would be amazing um and i it's clear now that the way he's able to um, his fix his arm and get back to Smart Hulk, I think we'll start to see that, oh, he can go to Big Hulk again and in, in between a little bit, which yeah. is all very, very cool. And it's very, very clear to me they're setting, setting something up with Hulk, which is yeah, incredibly exciting. Um, yeah. But again, I do agree with you. The best part of that episode was that whole like moment because you realize, look how sad you, you get to see on his face yeah. how sad Bruce is. Mm-hmm. He is broken he has lost everybody um absolutely which is you know hard and he's still trying to do the right thing he still wants to be a hero and help people he's lost natasha he's lost cap he's lost tony he has nobody left uh of the original avengers who does he have left thor he's gone and then hawkeye's pretty much retired too so uh, yeah that moment that moment was messed up it was sad uh but it was the best part of the episode um Overall, the episode, though, I was okay with it. I'm not going to say it's the best premiere episode, but it wasn't the worst. That um, that scene where she talks about uh, why she can control her anger, you know, because <laughs> man's playing and stuff. Like, I have an interesting thought on that. I like what to hear. I like to hear that. Yeah, because you know, you kind of partly know what I think about that scene. Right. 
would we care so much about that if this if society wasn't the way it was today like would we would that would that scene bug us even bug anyone at all because again that what she says is kind of true like as men we mansplain to women uh as men we do call women emotional more quickly than we should absolutely it's a flaw i agree with that yeah i agree Um, with that all men do it if you say you don't fuck you yeah Uh, bullshit yeah uh so like that scene i think actually works and i think if it's like three years ago or something we don't care about it it doesn't matter to us it's just it's a well-acted scene because maslani in that scene is very good in that scene she is good so uh, yeah i i i push back a little bit on it like oh it's got a feminist agenda i'm sure it does actually because i'm sure i i have read in episodes it gets a little heavy-handed and not well written into the episode uh so i we both know it's coming but in this moment (laughs) i don't mind it because Again, if I can just put my mindset into a place where it needs to be, where it's like, oh, again, two, three years ago, I don't care about this. This doesn't matter. It's just it's just a well-acted scene. Is it a well-written scene? No, but it's a well-acted scene, um, and that's all the difference. And you know, I think that scene right there is where people are trying to get upset about it because of the society we live in, and if you're not – angry about something then what are you doing you know everyone's angry at everyone's angry at right or left or whatever right so uh that's my take that's my interesting thought and i want to get your thought on that i absolutely love that take no and i i don't disagree with you in fact i don't disagree with you uh i love that scene it it wasn't the fact that she brought up those points which i i I, obviously i I know are real like uh, like (laughs) even as a man it's not like why the fuck would i have uh why what would i have to say against that like that's an experience of women that makes sense i've had men mansplain to me and i'm like bro slow your fucking roll okay yeah yeah Yeah. no (laughs) i have no no men have no business uh i do believe that that like men have no business telling women about like uh, obviously personal experiences that they that they have on a day-to-day basis that's right. obviously not the well first of all okay i'll explain i'll explain why i was the the reason i was i was annoyed of that it wasn't even that scene it's what happens afterwards that i thought was just poorly written and okay. that's she explains right that that uh women have had to control their anger for a long time which is why she's really good at it that in and of itself, I thought was brilliant. I like yeah. that explanation. It's just that it's just that she then proceeds to lose her temper for the next couple of minutes, and oh. like she doesn't turn. And I get, I get, it just, oh. I get it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it just, it's not. It's it just. I don't know. It felt empty to me because it's like, well, but you're getting see because when you see Bruce, right, like. Bruce has had to deal with this for like a long time. It's, and it's really difficult for him. Yeah. And that's part of why he's interesting, right? Is because you never, he's doing his best, but at the same time, there are just moments where you just never know if he's going to turn. And I just, if, if the whole thing about Hulk was that when you're angry, that's when you become the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Then if she's angry in that moment, I think she should turn into she Hulk. It just doesn't, all of a sudden, it's like, well, so you're telling me that when she gets angry, she's doing it in such a way mm-hmm. that she then can – it's not anger? See, that doesn't really make sense to me. I that doesn't make that. sense to me because, yeah. like, anger's anger. 
Right. Whether anger or not anger, yeah. anger's anger. And she's clearly angry in that moment. And she <laughs> so she can just control that. So it's stuff, it's that stuff that just doesn't again, it's that stuff that just doesn't really make sense to me. And I feel like they're writing over it. That being said, what I think could have fixed it for me, and I obviously in the way that they 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 did this episode, I don't think they could have written it in. But again, just for me, it to me had made it feel better just to make that statement, which I thought was great. Again, that the idea that women have had to hold in their anger for years, which is I think obviously true, very true. Right, right. Is if they showed that, right? Like if they just if there was a moment where I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to write it as if I fucking know that, that what the situation happens to women all the time. But there's a moment where like, yeah, she gets she gets hit hard, not physically, but like life is really bogged down on her. And we right. see that like the, the bullshit that she has to put through, that, uh, that she has to deal with, like in that moment where and then like wh- whoever it is, the, 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 the antagonist in that scene, like walks away and she has to just sit there and deal with it. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like we really needed to see that 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 scene versus her just saying it, and then because mm. right after we're gonna see the her the reasonings behind why she said that, it just felt a little hollow. Right. Like I just okay. I really wish I had a scene like that just so that we can because it felt a little cheap, and I yeah, wanted I, to really see it. I can Not, agree with that. Right, I can see how it feels a little cheap, uh, cheapish. Um, Yeah, because I mean, again, character development, right? I I just like why Marvel cannot figure out, or actually, modern Hollywood can't figure out that flawed characters are more fascinating than perfect ones. Yeah, I just we've been doing it for multiple like since forever, and all of a sudden we we're going are turning our backs on that. Like, yeah, look at no. And if you don't, if you disagree with me, look at every female character that Marvel's put out in the last like two or three years. Right. Uh, you know, you go Captain Marvel. She's pretty much perfect. Uh, she learns she's super powerful, and then she learns to be more powerful. Cool. Yeah. Miss Marvel. She's pretty much perfect. Uh, yep. She basically goes against her parents' wishes of being a superhero. And then her parents gave her permission to be a superhero. With right. not a lot of explanation. Well, it's maybe, maybe it's not always it's not the idea of per- perfectionism, but it's like they 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 just it's somewhat handed. Like they don't have to work for it as right. much. But she's not flawed. There's but no she's not flawed. But you're right. You're right. She's also not characters. flawed. Right. 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 So, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Jennifer Walters. Perfectionism. Flaws, she's flaws. had pretty much so far what three days of being the Hulk, and she right. knows how to completely control it right. already. And right, she even says, she even says, like, the I hate this line. Like, she's like, I pretty much have this down. You have literally never even been in a fight. Like, what are you, what arrogance do you have to say that? Like, I'm very interested to see if going forward, if we're going to see her struggle at all. Right. But I feel like it's just going to be like an internal struggle. I don't want to be the Hulk. Meh. Yeah. I also want to point out that there's a scene that happens literally a few moments before that kind of really contradicts what she said. She, Mm. she be after the bar. She walks out and the men catcall her and she literally gets angry and turns into the in, into the Hulk. I mean, arguably, maybe it's because she chose to do so. I don't know. Or but maybe it was, it was like the first time she'd ever done it. So she just maybe. Into the Hulk. But yeah. again, she was angry and that's why she turned into She Hulk. It seemed like that's the two and two I'm putting together in that scene. And that doesn't really follow the yeah. following scenes. So it's stuff like yeah. that. Again, it's just it's it's just a little like wonky yeah. writing. I yeah. I wish they would they would like get that down because like those things don't really make sense. Right. And it just it doesn't make for it makes me not really 
believe that character. Right. You know what I mean? Like it I just doesn't seem characters more. Yeah, I need no, to buy into that character more. And if you're showing me scenes like that, it just doesn't it just it's not working. But you know, I, I understand the sentiment and the motivation behind it, and that's fine. But right. um, you know, it just um, there's stuff like that where it's like, you know, just write it better. And I think I'll have less to sort of uh, point out because again, I love, I do, I do love that moment. I thought that was a really strong moment for her and um, really eye opening um, in the yeah. way that she put it. I love that. I think that makes absolute sense, but yeah. they, it needs to follow through again. Right. I think I just, it just needs to be, right. it just needs to follow through a little bit better in the actions that, that yeah. occur. Um, um, so anyways, I think we get, remember this is nine episodes. So this is going all the way till mid October. Um, which is a lot. Well, they're shorter too. They're shorter too, right? Thirty minutes. I mean, twenty. A little shorter. They're like, they're like yeah. a little shorter. Um, it's like, well, it's like a, a Wandavision. Those were that that yeah, short. Wandavision, but again, Wandavision was like twenty minutes, and there's ten minutes of <laughs> right. And uh, same thing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, one thing I want to talk about before we sure. just kind of, I mean, it was a fine premiere. I'm. It didn't. It didn't suck. I. I don't think. I wouldn't say it sucked. Um, but I, it's, it wasn't good either. Right. Like I, like we, we talked about this before. I thought some of the editing was not was great. Just really, oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Good. I'm just about, I was just Set about us up on that. thoughts on that. Like we, we, we mentioned this after we like talked about it briefly after watching it, it doesn't feel like anything. It's just there. Yeah. I agree with you. It's yeah. Just, there's no grandiose moments. There's no anything like the cinematography on, Moon Knight was great. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Even the the art style in Miss Marvel, Marvel. it still set a tone and everything. This just kind of feels there. Yeah. Um. And like, yeah, the editing, the editing in the final sequence. This, oh, it's this, atrocious. It is some of the worst editing I've seen in a Marvel film ever or a Marvel product ever. That was, you know, like we're breaking one eighty rules. We don't know where the action is. Our eyes don't know where to look at. No. Um. It had probably the worst crop shot I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, with they're standing out, they're obviously she's they're t- her best friends. You, you had to turn into Hulk, and you just see uh, whatever character that was, Jamil Jill's Jamil Hill's character. I don't know her name in real life. I'm so sorry, I mispronounced your name. Um, just standing there, you just see her feet just standing there. Obviously, she's supposed to be standing, but there's no movement. She's just standing there. <laughs> Nothing is happening. And they didn't crop that out. They just left that in. And I was like, what? this is a fucking joke. This is yeah. terrible. Who approved yeah. it? But uh, yeah, you can talk about it if you want. I No, I, that, that, you said it. I mean, like that's just a horrible scene. It sounds like they fucking shot that in like literally a day. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe less than a day. Like there was no coverage uh, mm. like with it at all. And plus that scene in, in general in the narrative is just fucking thrown in. I'm like, what's happening? Like, we just went through this entire, uh, like, 98% of the episodes, this one thing, and then all of a sudden, this bitch just flings herself into the courtroom. Uh, She-Hulk's not even like, what the fuck? Like, they're just like, okay, it's Hulk time. Like, I I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I don't understand. And then she knows how to, like, defend herself already. I, I... it's just like a barf. It was just like a projectile vomit surprise. Yeah. I just like, look how good she is already. Wait, yeah. What terrible end scene. Just yeah. just thrown out. They could have ended awful. it with her leaving the island. Yeah. Like that would have been fine. Yeah. Leave that goddamn scene for the next show. Good yeah. lord. Start what the, the fuck next was that? With that or something. It was like yeah. not good. I don't know uh, why. Unnecessary. 
Uh, yeah, but oh, again, oh, that's one. That's one horrible example of the filmmaking. And what we're basically talking about now is the filmmaking of the episode. Yeah, uh, and to talk more about that, just a little bit. Just right. you were right. Like, again, in general, the the show just has no had no filmmaking character. It just yeah. felt it, it's like the script really just took forefront, and they were like, let's film some scenes that make sure we get all this said. And there was no again, yeah, no no fun sort of again filmmaking. It's just like reverse shot, reverse shot. And they talk, they talk, yeah. And then that's it. There's no other things. It just felt like moments happening, mm-hmm. and it's crazy that we both felt that way, right? Yeah. I think so. I think that's actually pretty notable yeah. uh, that we both felt that way without really reading, having to read, uh, having to say it to each other. So I was like, yeah. "That's that's worrisome." So th- that's where I get, part of this whole thing is just like, "Oh God!" Like, so is the rest of these episodes going to be the same where yeah. there's not a lot of filmmaking happening? Like, well, I think it is. Ah. I think maybe that's supposed to be the theme of the show because they're saying it's just another lawyer show, oh. right? which is weird but like it, it, it'll feel weird if you throw in when you start to throw in wong when you start to throw in abomination yeah again marvel you have a people are getting pretty upset at you at making every character a joke yeah looks like emil blonsky will be a joke it, I hope not. it looks like wong is going to be a joke you have said you're going to make uh, a much much more lighthearted daredevil in this show I don't think people are going to be too happy about a much, much lighthearted. Day. Yeah, I, I kind of winced on that. I'm like, yeah. like, what do you mean by lighthearted? Like, what do yeah. you mean? Like, what a, jokes? It doesn't have to necessarily be as dark as the right. first. But like, you're, are you saying like you're not going to take them seriously? Right. That's what I hear. It's like you're not going to take it like the like the the really interesting parts about uh, Matt Murdock, which are so, pretty. I mean, they're dark, you know, like, yeah, yeah he, he lives in hell's fucking kitchen. Like, it's it makes sense. But like, yeah, I can turn, I can see toning that down. But how far? Please don't, yeah. please. I don't want to. The worst thing that can happen is that, yeah, we, he's he's cracking jokes, or we have like an overly funny character in that, right? Ma- cracking unnecessary jokes, like, uh, you know, I don't know. The worst thing you can do is water down a character for comedic relief. Don't do right, that. right, don't do right. That. You right. get comedic relief somewhere else. Figure it out. Yeah, I mean, they're. It's pretty clear that they're trying to. They're trying to make things funny. Yeah, and um, uh, just please don't do that. Like, please, please, yeah. Marvel, just yeah. don't think you need that. You don't need that. You yeah. don't. Just a lack of oomph from this so far. Yeah, but it's yeah. on episode. We're gonna watch the rest. Uh, so yeah. Whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: I'm more I'm more on board with this than Miss Marvel, just because again, like I don't think that show was made for us. Also, at the this end of show it wasn't made for us either by the way this it's show, not the show clearly made for uh, 30-something year old women yeah they're also, yeah this exactly is, you know this is a, a show where marvel's trying to get a specific age group on board with their shows and movies right. and their universe right that's all it is so take that with what you will i don't know yeah god i don't, mean. I'm not uh, I don't mean. know no, but it's the truth. It's just uh, the yeah. truth. Miss Marvel was meant for teenage girls. They're trying to get teenage girls on board because they want teenage girls on board as well. They got the boys. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. So, you know, it's a, you know, yeah. There have been very, very successful women-centric shows across history. Sex in the City is one of them. Um, that even and then even men seems to love. Yeah, Alias. Yeah. Um, but well, that, that, but here's the thing. Here's the difference between those two, right? Is that Sex and the City was almost exclusively like really from the perspective of women, and it was about like Alias is like action and shit, like yeah, which is typically for men. Typically for men, 
But Sex and the City is like a prime example of a show that worked for women. And a lot of men watch that show, too. Like just because yeah. it was like, I think, a really well done show. I haven't I actually I haven't really see, watched it, but never seen an episode. I, I did, I've heard that. Yeah. Most like just generally speaking, it's just a really good show. Yeah. So I think that just goes to show. Yeah. You can have, a, 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 you know, a, a, a show about a woman's worlds and perspective and it still be good and speak to people. So um it's rare it seems but uh you know why not? it's not it's not it's not uncon it's not not there so right. hopefully this becomes that but we'll yeah. see do i think it will be no uh but we'll but we'll see i'm mostly just really excited not to see more for what happens to bruce and that whole world war hawk shit but we'll see that's well, that. I, oh here's a question do you think do you think that we'll see him as much as we did in this episode or this is like it for a while he's in one more episode oh episode. shit okay all right well I, i'm not surprised by been that. revealed he's in the last episode of the season which i'm assuming will be the episode that sets up what the hell is going on with him with sakar and yeah and i would honestly i would bet money for sure it's a world war hall whatever that whole thick comic yeah. line is i bet what else would it be like it's if you show a Sakar ship, that whole story is literally anchored from his experiences with the with Sakar right. and having his. So yeah, it should be that. The question is, will it be a show or is it yeah. a movie? I would bet money. It's pr as much as I would hate for it to kind of be a show because I really want. I really think Mark Ruffalo deserves his own movie. So I. Um, I think it might end up being a show, but we'll see. I think it might be a show too. I hope it's. Uh, I really want it to be a movie, but uh, look, we've gotten great Marvel shows so far. Loki, Moon Knight. I think yeah. we can get another one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sour, but I just. Yeah. I do want. I just want to see him on the screen. Though. I just think he's such a beloved character. People loved Mark Ruffalo ever since, and right. You I know, agree. we just. I'm I think you, we, that could be uh, epic as shit. I want to see the big guy on the big screen, not the I'll, big guy on the small screen. Yeah, I, and I, I want to see the big, big guy, not the yeah, smug. Yeah, I want, I want the big, big guy. I do like how she calls him Smug Hulk. because yeah. It's funny. Uh, no, that yeah, was that good. That part's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She called him out on that, which is yeah. great, which is, um, that was really so, good. Yeah. yeah. I, think right. play, I think there's a place for... Uh, she uh, for Tatiana as a character. I just yeah. again, I she's fine. If it, I just wish the writing was better. Again, I just wish the writing was better. It's all our gripe with these shows, right? And I just want to mention again, in my opinion, the best uh, woman superhero in the MCU, at least in Phase Four for sure, is Yelena because. She's she broken. wasn't. She's not written like any of these other main right. characters. Well, yeah, she she's broken. One of the best parts, if not the best part, of Black Widow, which at this point, honestly, is probably the best yeah. women centric thing Marvel that movie. Disney has done far. And it's not even like that amazing, nope. but it's like probably the best because yeah. the best scenes were were Yelena being the younger sister when she like broke on the table because like nobody was listening to her. That was great. Like that made you feel for that, right? Like you felt for her character. Right. She has. It was a great a, moment. She has a tragic and, backstory that you've worked out. You know she's hurting, and then even when you got to see her in Hawkeye, you were so excited. Same thing. And then yeah, when she has a little conversation with Clint about Natasha and how you know still oh, hurt and broken she is from losing her sister, that's how you build a character. I agree. Yeah, like, she's again, she's the best flawed characters and flawed characters are just more interesting than perfect characters they really are it's not I just it's not rocky science no the the audience no there is there is no such thing as a perfect human being no such thing and no. asking everyone 
to connect with more and more perfect, essentially women, because it's only women being written like this on screen. It, that's why audiences are having trouble falling in love with these movies. Right. Because you can't connect to a perfect woman or a perfect person for that matter. You just no. can't because no one's perfect. No. That's why flawed characters matter. Right. And but a part, a part of it though is that they because right, Go but ahead. they I, I know part of the agenda is to not because they don't want to show women in those vulnerable states, right? Mm -hmm. Like because they think that's detrimental to mm -hmm. uh, the message of like women needing to just you know be stronger and 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 to, to get ahead. But I that's just not true. I don't that that's not true. It's never been true for men. It's never been true for women. Right. You know the what what the most compelling thing about like, yeah, men, societally speaking, men have to should be the ones to suck it up right like right. we we shouldn't be showing weakness but the, if you watch all these great movies about even if it's men centric what the most compelling part is when they are and that's just that's not a man thing that's just a human thing right. is when you're vulnerable right. that's more interesting right now you it's that simple it. but so yeah. women just yeah i just so this whole idea that we shouldn't be showing them as vulnerable is ridiculous to me yeah I and again that, that was one of the only moments that we've seen in the mcu when a woman actually yeah like she left it like she got she got super sad she got vulnerable and she felt very um yeah vulnerable so she, she yeah. left the table yeah, yeah. and i guess a lot of people assume that like oh yeah, she's being a crybaby. She's a little crap. But no, that yeah, you can be. It depends on the context. But in that moment, that made complete sense. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it these moments don't they they're all about context and about why they happen, not because they happen. Exactly. You know? Yeah, are women can women be crybabies on a normal basis? Yeah, sure. They can. Of course. And that is the annoying part, but that's not that moment right there. It has, has nothing to do with that, right? Exactly. That's just like that's just a human moment. Anyways, okay. Oh, gosh. She Hulk yeah. episode one. Those were our thoughts. And uh, but we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, unlike unlike Miss Marvel, which we just took the Spark Notes version of. Uh, I think this one I will at least watch through, unless it like unless down the line there's some heinous uh, yeah, occurrence uh, that I'm just like. Look, anyways, uh, uh, we'll, we'll this show has me hooked until I see Matt Murdock, and then I'll. Make <laughs> That's true. I forgot about and that. Then, yeah, I forgot about honest, that. You built so much on Hulk, and you've already said he's coming back for the eighth episode. Right. I'm gonna finish it. Right. So Marvel, yeah. good, good job, Marvel. You, got me, you, you fucking caught me. What can I say? You, yeah, you yeah. Fucking, you did it. So, yeah, great. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're you're right. It. We got to see that moment. Who are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> who are you kidding? Yeah. You're, we're fucking finishing it. So yeah. And I am. I am actually really intrigued as to what they'll do with Emil Blonsky. I really am. I love yeah. that character. I think. We'll uh, but I. But, I think so. Uh, I'm curious know. to see what they do. I'm curious to see what they do it's with him. Be a joke. I hope you're ready. I. Uh, yeah. That would be the worst. Uh, we'll see. Money right now. He might. Yeah. Shit. No, I don't want to even talk. I, don't, I can't talk All about right, it anymore. We'll just have to see. Let's, let's, just, let's, let's finish on a glorious high note. Let's let let's do so, my friend. Um, I've been waiting to talk about this for for we have I think for ever since it premiered. This is the Better Call Saul finale, mm -hmm. which aired last Monday, and uh, almost a week ago. And I've, it's been such a painful week to have to like not talk about. But at the same time, we're sorry. If this does not appeal to you, because like basically no one still has watched Better Call Saul, uh, right? I don't, I don't know, almost know anyone else who watches Better Call Saul. Our peers, no, but I do think it's an insanely popular show. So, oh yeah, I think so. maybe, it, I mean, obviously it is, but it's not. I mean, do you see? Here, here's what I'll say: Do you see it being nominated for Emmys like these other goddamn shows being nominated? No, 
No. Well, how many? Well, has it? Yeah. Of course. How many? Is. How many nominations got? got? I haven't seen shit. I haven't seen a single goddamn billboard for uh, for your con- FYC campaigns on B- all I over LA. Eddie Emmy Awards, outstanding I'm drama in. series, best supporting actress drama series, lead actor drama series, supporting drama series, Three, lead actor four, drama series. Five. It's 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 one and been nominated for many. It just doesn't brag about it. I like, to, but you know, again, if you see these other shows like Succession, Severance, twenty-eight nominations, yeah, they they brag. fourteen nominations. Yeah, because it's on uh, a streaming service. This is just pure cake. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like it's still, I mean, painfully underrated. Anyways, sorry if you don't watch the show. Obviously, highly recommend it. Probably the best show, maybe of all time, easily in the top three. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. In most places, ways is, but um, Better Call Saul. We're gonna talk about the finale. Um. Yeah. Uh, I took uh, I went first on the last one, so I'm going to take have you do your thoughts first, Alex. But before that, uh, yeah. So if you don't know, it is it is the the final episode of the six season run Better Call Saul, which was the spinoff of that was arguably one of the greatest shows ever, uh, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. if not the best show ever made uh, to some people, uh, which follows the the lawyer uh, Saul Goodman and his life pre as a prequel. But we also actually got to see that this actually becomes a sequel to Breaking Bad in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, one of the many great uh, uh, filmmaking choices for 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 the show, and um, so it follows him and his life as he gets to there and then afterwards. And so uh, the finale, much like the rest of the show, was just, in my opinion, amazing. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to get into a lot of that stuff. But first, let's get your thoughts on the finale, Alex, of Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul finale was the like cherry on the top of a beautifully tragic story. Um, It was spectacular and just full and wrought with emotion um, for every reason. You got to see uh, Jimmy McGill be Saul, kind of be Saul, work his magic one last time. And you thought, He's got to get away with it. He really did it. Uh, <laughs> he, he got He did it. Um, and, you know, just kind of own the room and command the room. And, you know, and then he does the right thing for the first time in a really, really long time. Yeah. Uh, he decides to take the fall to make sure the person he loves and cares about the most. Um, uh, what's her name? Kim? Kim Wexler? Kim. Yeah, Kim. I was like, it's not, I was about to say, what it wasn't the last name I was thinking. I was, it's Kim. <laughs> uh, you see, you know, takes the fall to make sure Kim Wexler gets off. And um, yeah, you, you, you don't expect him to do it. But when he's up on the stand and he's just giving his address, um, the best moment of the episode to me was when he went and he said, at first I did it because I had to. And I was scared. Hmm. And then I wasn't. Yeah. And I was like, ah. he turned the tables again. And the delivery was great. He, for so long in his life, everything was not his call. And he was stuck being just like the punching bag and the joke and the stepping stool for so many people and so many things. And you see this show, he becomes this larger than life personality. And in that moment, you kind of see it all come full circle. Mm-hmm. And he, takes full blame for what he did and he also retires Saul. 
He says, yeah. my name's Jimmy McGill. Right. Yeah, at the very end of it. And I thought it was just really fantastic writing. Not a lot writing we don't see anymore. No. You want to talk about fleshed out characters. This guy's the show can be like boiled down to just relationships and how they can ruin you or help you or build you and yeah. determine who you are. And uh yeah, they they did some pretty terrible stuff and they did some pretty cool stuff. Uh, and it was it was a crazy fun ride to watch him do it. Uh, just this character, Bob Odenkirk, deserves an Emmy as an ex- outstanding actor. Oh at yeah, the very least. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was it was fantastic. It was fantastically tragic in the best way possible. The end scene is just such a bummer. But like, he's the only one that lived, really. I mean, Jesse, I guess that's not true, right? But Jesse, yeah, Jesse's fucking. He's out. Yeah, he's out though. He's yeah, in Alaska, just peaced out. Right. Um, and right. We think that, and I say this knowing the, the weight it holds. This is, at the moment, the greatest cinematic universe ever built. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it. Over three, over the three movies, wow. oh, sorry, three, uh, shows and a movie, um, you have created characters that like. Even fucking Huel. Huel, a joke character <laughs> from Breaking Bad, gets his time to shine in this. Mike Aaron Trout gets his time to shine. I want a Mike prequel series to see where oh. for Mike. Um, but I know Vince Gillian's taking his time off from it's over. Breaking Bad universe right now. You know, and that was another heartbreaking thing. This was probably the last time we see Walter White. It might uh, just be. Which is such a bummer because he's just so good. Um, but yeah, I a think, lot of these characters. Yeah, it was fantastic, man. And uh, it was true filmmaking and script writing at its finest. That's as good as I can, like, as best as I can say. Like, it doesn't get better than this. I would a hundred percent agree with everything you said. Uh, you know, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> yeah, shocker. Uh, we always disagree. Um, no, man, like I think the mat, I mean, just to speak of the show in general first, it's like the magic of the show is really comes down to uh, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, uh, who are the primary writers of the show and the, and the showrunner. And it's incredible. Mm-hmm. They're, I have a hard time putting it to words sometimes, but it's just like they, their style of filmmaking is both so like they just don't conform to any other style of filmmaking I've ever seen. It's so distinct the way that they write and the way that they choose to film both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like, it's just like, I don't even think it's going to be mimicable. It's like, it's like fucking sting in the police. Like you just, there's not, I don't think there's anyone. It's so unique and it's so tuned in. They have the style and just the, and w- along with the filmmaking prowess to just like give us this just insane universe of wonderful characters who are all fleshed out. Who, yes. who, and it's just like you just, I don't know if it's ever going to be replicated. Not that I want it to be, you know, it's just the, what they've achieved here is really something incredible that um, it's sad that, you know, this show didn't get sort of the widespread recognition that did that, like Breaking Bad did. Right. Uh, because maybe it doesn't have as much 
of those iconic moments or like their Walter White. But at, at the same time, it's given us more than that, much more. If people just watch this show, it's like it feels so it's so incredibly there's something just so raw and real about it more than any other show. When you think about the characters and what they go through and just the style of like, you don't there's no there's no the 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 the, the typical tropes you get in shows where like, oh, the final episode has to be this. It has to be this big moment. Right. Or the middle of the show has to feel like this or this next episode has to be in in like this. Mm -hmm. Every week is like you don't know what you're going to get because the showrunners know exactly where they're going and they're servicing the story 120 percent each time. They're like. Mm -hmm. Where does the story need to go? Right. And let's make that next episode be in service to that instead of like what the audience expects for a finale or for a mid season or a, a show in between. It's in, it's just the whole entire series is based on that. Right. And it's just insane. Yeah. Like any filmmaker, I know cinephiles love this show, but it's one of those shows where it's like if, if, if people just took the time to sort of like w- give it its due, you can see sort of like the power of, of, of filmmaking and sort of uh, having a voice for yourself and that you can do that. You don't, you don't have to do the same things that everyone does to yeah. make something incredible like this. Yeah, Anyways, you don't have to make a superhero movie. No, exactly. And this is what that's, it, this is not that at all. This is almost like the purest form of just human, uh, uh, of, of just humans being humans, right. Put into certain situations and making decisions and facing the consequences of those decisions. Right. Mm. It, that's all it, essentially that's, it's all about. And the show just stuck to that all to the very end. And it's incredible to see what you can accomplish with that sort of uh, thing. Anyways, um, so the finale in itself, yeah, I loved it. It's great. Right. It's, it's point uh, ending. It's it's Saul breaking good or yeah. Gene or Jimmy. You know, it's it's, it's and we had we talked about this before. Uh, we asked each other, like, what would you want to have or what do you think will happen to Jimmy? And where do you, what would you want to happen to Jimmy? I think you said that you think that he will get away with it. I did. I thought he yeah. was with it. I was like, and oh, I said, I don't think, I don't think I so. Got. I was like, I think he needs to, I think he needs to go to jail. Like, I think that's what would make sense for his, at least it would be because that is expected, right? I think, again, it would be like the, it would be sort of like the breaking bad route to have him like actually get away with it. But it just didn't seem natural, like for him to like actually get away with this, just considering what he's gone through. I mean, right. technically, all the, the the black and white scenes, which are um, basically uh, what's happening now, like show him like the, he's getting away with it in this moment. Yeah. And yet he's fucking miserable. Like his life sucks ass. And yet he still would want to do it. But um, it just that. So him getting away just didn't seem like it would be satisfying. Right. So um, I think the, the the ending here that they came up with uh, is so much better than than that immensely. And I've seen the, the 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 scene where they're talking through his sentencing. Yes. And Marie Schrader comes in. I love that cameo. Yeah. Oh, who thought it would be Betsy Brandt? Like, that, what a great cameo um, uh, show up for her. But that yeah. whole scene was amazing. I love yeah. that scene where he just basically like he thinks he has it in the bag. Um, and then he hears that Kim uh, I mean, turns he, herself in. He did have it in the bag. He, he did have it in the bag. In the bag. He did. It was his. He did. And he had sort of both ways there, right? Like right. he, well, he was caught. He like he was caught, so he had that. What, what could he do? Yeah. But try to minimize his sentence to a measly like seven years, and he had it. And um, but yeah, when he found out that Kim, you know, did the I, inevitably did the right thing, he he ended up doing the same, and I he's mean, just like this Fuck show. It. Uh, I think we got to do like this whole you know recap. 
of the whole thing yeah eventually you know the whole thing you know yeah. just talk about it a little bit more and say it was uh how what we'll have to decide which was a better show breaking bad or better you, you do you can't make that call right now i know my call right now but i won't say right it unless now, you know if I yeah I, I know without i think better call Saul is a better show i i agree too i think better call um, Saul is better show than breaking bad and that's not a bad thing to say right no. like why would it, I think people get offended by that a little bit? Like, well, how could how could Breaking Bad? It's like the it's the OG. I'm like, but for any sequel or three or whatever, they don't people, even though the the track record is bad that right. most sequels are not good. People don't go into them wanting to them to be worse. They want them to be better, obviously. So it only makes sense to me when things actually work out to say like what well, it's actually better that you should say it and you should praise it. It doesn't it doesn't negate what happened to the first one, right? Like Breaking Bad is a fucking amazing show. It's iconic. So uh, I'm interested to find out if our, our reasoning for why we think Better Call Saul is the better show. Um, Breaking Bad is a fantastic show but it's the intro to this universe and it's predominantly walter white's story it is predominantly his story i mean sure jesse gets a good good chunk of screen time but it's about walter white it's about watching the this seemingly good man turn to this absolutely awful human being in a span that most people don't think is possible and your worst the worst in humans coming out um, the reason why Better Call Saul to me is a better show is that it's so much more than that. It's about relationships. It's about so many different characters. It's about failure. It's about success. It's about um, just everything. It's the, the universe in now is fully developed because of what Breaking Bad did. It's fully developed. It's so rich and wrought with life that it just makes it a amazing show there's anywhere you look you could say oh sure it's better call Saul but you know what this episode's going to be about Gus Fring or you know what this episode's going to be about Mike Aarontrout or this episode's going to be about Huel or Howard Hamlin or Kim Wexler and you're on board for all of it because it's all well done Break, better call Saul's just the name of the show it's not really about Saul all that much in some moments and that's what makes it that good of a show because everything matters and everything's just so rich. That's why to me. Preach, baby. Preach. You couldn't have said it better. I, I agree with you. It's it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. And you know what? And you know what? That like that makes that that again, it, it, it makes sense. And that's okay. It's okay that Breaking Bad focused mostly on Walt. Because yeah. that's what you wanted to see. And that's essentially what is the power of that show. Like right. the fact that they stuck to that. The fact that the whole point was to see what would happen if one person was a like basically a loser and didn't do anything with his life, become someone so insanely powerful and yet had to had to have a turn to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Like that you sticking on that line is exactly why you watch that show. And it's it's a strength of it. Right. Why that that show is great in and of itself. Right. But better call Saul. Yeah, you're right. The fact that it it trusted people to. Yeah, sure. Saul's name is on the front. But the fact that they delved into all these other characters and trusted that that people would would understand uh, and, and latch on to them for 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 their own reasons right. is is an insane, insane strength of not 
only this show against Breaking Bad, but this show against any other yeah, show in the existence of of of, of life. Yeah. Other sh- like, don't get me wrong, like other great shows have done this. Like I get examples like uh, Lost. Lost th- th- famously did this more than any other show. Yeah, I mean, you have like, when you have a cast of like twenty thousand people, <laughs> you gotta have every other episode like kind of like stick to one person. That being said, even then, Better Call Saul found a way to do that, mm-hmm. but weave it all together so so tightly together yeah. where you don't even like because in lost even you go like oh yeah we, we got to have an episode about jack we got to have the episode about uh hurley and we kind of start to expect that every season yeah but even here it doesn't even it, it takes that a, a step further where like you don't know you don't know what the next episode is going to be about it, they have they the writers are so much in control with in this in this show for you like you're just sitting back and just basically in neutral just yeah. wanting to take it in you don't even have to do any work with the show right you just you just have to sit and watch and it, every week it's like something new it's like an opening a new present um on the same christmas every single time and it's <laughs> It's just it's it, that magic is what the big strength of the show is, and it's exactly because of that. Because they're just look, who cares if it's Saul versus um uh, ta- uh not I was gonna say Taco, not not Nacho this week, Nacho, Nacho, because this week we're gonna show you why they're all kind of just the same people, but in their own contextual way. Yeah. Because we're they're just humans, and we're gonna show you why that they matter. Because they they're gonna ex- like show they're just going to be people like yeah. they are, you know, and it, 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 that's such a crazy strength of the show. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. You're going to say something. Go ahead. On our point about flawed characters in Marvel and how they're struggling right. with that right now, every single person, even Gus Fring, the, they're all insanely flawed. Even oh. Lalo. There is Under, no understatement. There is no perfect person because, again, like we said a couple minutes ago, perfect people don't exist. No, and that's what makes this show so powerful. Everybody is flawed. Everybody has and makes mistakes. Right, and you just get you struggle through it with them. Right, to go on the ride with them, which and 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 their motivations are clear. Yeah, as to why they do their why they do it, why they do it. It's so immensely clear why they do things. That's one of the biggest problems with writing in general and all these other shows that have to sort of like fast track themselves through it is that they 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 kind of step over like the real reason why they're doing it and they just make it – it's just a plot thing. They just need to make it happen. Right. Here it's always clear. It's right. always clear why someone's doing something and it's it's got complete motivation for everything they do. Kim Wexler is a great example of that. Probably one of the best written characters ever, and not to mention just women characters, but just great character. Like you see her struggle so hard throughout the all the seasons. She's the heart of the show. Like she has, I mean, besides like some of the things that she ends up doing with Jimmy near the end of the show, like she is just trying to do the right thing every time. And yet, and yet every season, yeah, you see her kind of falling into that to that to to the side of like yeah. the dark and like not not always trusting her own instincts right, right? even though they're good like just the the, mo- the the fact that she doesn't always trust herself is is a great vulnerable character uh, flaw to yeah. really delve into even though this character is good and she remains fairly good throughout the uh, you know even at the end she is the heart of the show and she yeah. is a good person 
Absolutely. at the end of it all. She made mistakes, but she's still ultimately a good person. It's why Jimmy turns at the end, right? Yeah. It's because of her. And yeah. see, that's just a great written character. Anyways, um, besides that, um, yeah, how did you wh- what did you think about the uh the 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 callbacks, the cameos to like Walter in this episode, those scenes where uh there's a great um f- um thematic device here about the time machine. We open up the episode with Mike and <laughs> yeah. them in, in a previous scene, I for- or in previous episode, I forget which one exactly, but uh it's when like Mike saves him from from the Yeah, he crashes with cartel. all his money. He has to go yeah, there you go, the seven million jail and he crashes right. with all his money. Right, he gets attacked, and Mike ends up saving him. But they have a flat, so they have to walk in the desert for right. three days or something, <laughs> carrying the money. Yeah. Um. But we have that moment. We have a, a future scene with Walt, and then you know it's all about this question that he has about the time machine. Like, would you go back? And then Walt perfectly puts uh, like busts through that whole bullshit later yeah. about like you're just asking about regret, buddy. Like, what yeah, say what you need to say me about regret? Yeah. What, so what did you think about those scenes and seeing those like like Mike for the last time and uh, Walt uh, being uh, particularly for the last I mean, time? We can go back to the Jesse scene when they when they when we see them in the episode title Breaking Bad, when we see. Yeah. Um, I guess that's their that's our first intro on Breaking Bad to Saul Goodman and that's Saul's first intro to Jesse and Walt in this um, this uh, series. They were all wonderful. They were all great. Um, I, and I think the, like you kind of mentioned, Gillian and uh, Peter Gold, they're just amazing at symbolism and writing and all that. And, you know, titling the episode Breaking Bad obviously has more than one meeting. That's, <laughs> as he said, you know, as he pays off a couple episodes later when he's saying, turns out I liked it. That's why I did it. Because he did. He also broke bad. Um, and it all kind of tied together and amazingly and hearing Jesse say, uh, just drive, yo, uh, or <laughs> fucking hearing Walt saying that's a ridiculous question. I, and like him being his typical analytical self can't, has no imagination, just super scientific was great. I loved seeing all those characters one last time. It was the perfect way to, you know, kind of button end all of it. Um, yeah, I, that's how you do a cameo. Exactly. Really? Right. A lot of these cameos come in. These cameos come in in a lot of obviously these like superhero films, and they you you know you're they're just there mostly for the 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 applause when they yeah. they enter screen, and it kind of ends there for the most part, right? Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. This is oh god, this is how you do a cameo and make it matter. This is how you do it. Give, give right. Call. Good give lord. God. I know. I know. Yeah, this is exactly how you do it. Like, it felt so appropriate, right? Right. Um, yeah, it felt so. Even, even the Marie, even the Marie, like, cameo. Yes. Like, it's like, it's almost offensive to call them cameos at this point, right? right. Because it's like, that's not why they're, they, they found a perfect reason to have you see these characters again. It's not because, partly of it is because, yeah, of course, I'd love to see them again. But it's also because here's a moment why their their character with Saul makes a lot of sense with what we're trying to say. Yes. They wrote it beautifully. Even again, who who thought they'd want to see Marie Schrader? Like yeah, uh, everyone did. loves Betsy Brandt, but like that's not the they character you expect to want to see in the show. You know, yeah, you, her, you, you didn't know? really care yeah. to see her, and yet here it makes perfect sense why she would be in that situation and be in that room with him. And I was yeah. just like, oh my god, like this is incredible. And I wanted to bring up, and I brought this back to you already. My favorite, my favorite personal scene of the entire episode, which was the. The cameo again, not the cameo, uh, whatever the appearance, the reappearance by 
Chuck McGill, played by uh, Michael McKean, oh, yeah, who yeah. was always like a really, I mean, strong character and also just a, what a great performance. Some of the best scenes come from this guy in, in Better Call Saul across uh, yeah. until he dies, of course, in season three. Uh, but that scene to me was probably one of the best scenes of Better Call Saul not just because of the scene itself, but just like its placement, right? Yeah. So there's a so the, before before Jimmy starts his whole fall, basically, uh, in the in the in the um, the courtroom, we go back one last time to the day. This is the poetry of a fucking uh, of Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould. Yeah. They, this scene takes place the day before the first episode of Better Call Saul. It's, it's just incredible because he talks about a line about like, oh, the New York, the something times. And that's exactly what opens up the first episode is like he, him bringing him the times. But this takes place at Chuck's house and he's bringing him the food that Chuck needs because Chuck, I forget exactly why he can't go to grocery stores because of his uh, mental illness. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like he can't, he can't get his own food. Electromagnetic field. Right. So Jimmy takes it upon himself to like get his food because he needs to. He has no fridge because there's electricity. Yeah, no so he has electricity to put it. Or yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And God damn it, man! This this scene I, I broke me completely because one again the whole reason the show even exists or the whole reason uh, Jimmy is even Jimmy is because of Chuck, right? Essentially, the whole show begins because of their whole just this degrading relationship that they have that they love each other <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's oh my god the relationships can be described so many ways yeah it's so insanely dysfunctional and poisonous and yeah but this this scene just shows like wow you know even during those times even when two brothers like just don't get along uh there's such subtext that as humans we just don't read into and we can't always say what we want to say and if we just just didn't divulge into our own ego for just one second and maybe accept some of like you know the the love that somebody wants to give you it could really literally make the difference between your entire life falling apart and it going a completely different direction this is what was great about this scene is that it brought us back to like this moment where none of this probably could have happened right if maybe in this moment where uh, basically what happens in the scene is that like, you know, Chuck is trying to extend a hand out and be like, I want to be a brother in the scene to you. I, I know I'm not always great. We don't have great talks, but I want to ask you how you're doing essentially. And Jimmy almost is like taken aback by it. Cause he's like, ah, this is not you. And yet you can see that Chuck is trying to be genuine as shit. And if, Ch if Jimmy just maybe took that advancement, in that moment, none of this would have happened is like so heartbreaking. It's just so right. painful to watch. And yet it's immensely poetic. Right. I like, will. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, small decisions create your life. Yeah. Define and, that, and that's what that's what the show. It just reminds you what the show is about. Yeah. Essentially, all Jimmy wanted this entire time is love. Yeah. Because he has no one. Right. He literally has Chuck and then Kim eventually. But then when, once Chuck died, like Jimmy has literally no one. No right. one likes him. He's obnoxious. You know, it's partly his own fault. But essentially, he just wants to he just wants to be loved. Right. And essentially, Jimmy, at the end of the show, chooses that. Sadly, it's because he has to spend his rest of his life in jail. But he ends up choosing that uh, in favor of like a, a, a sorrowful existence where yeah. he just becomes no one. It's uh... and, it's so insanely good, dude. 
the the whole the whole show is just insanely ironic and poetic and just just right just the it's right, just, right. Of just good decisions made in the yeah. writing room that right really make you think and really make you go wow as an audience and i oh, think that's insane. just the best way to put the show in like a, a microcosm if you could man there's just so many moment after moment that you want to you want to dive into and talk about yeah. it's just so good you know there's like yeah. so many great the see the best episode this season don't get me as much as i loved the finale, oh, sure. the yeah. best episode this season was the mid-season premiere when lalo has yes. a gun to basically kim's head sorry right. jimmy's head and when he's just she- trying to get <laughs> he's trying to get to salamanca oh sorry <laughs> he's salamanca he's trying to get to uh gus yeah, uh, that whole scene is just built, just rot with tension. There's oh, it's everywhere. awesome. You just don't know what's gonna happen. You're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Um, so yeah, it, it's just. I agree with you. What a wonderful, wonderful, masterfully created show and universe they've executed and made here. And it's just, I mean, Vince Gilligan has said he's he's putting it away for a while. Um, he has said that he wants to write a good guy. He wants to give that a shot. Uh, which he hasn't done yet. <laughs> There's not many good people he's written. That's about. exciting. That's yeah, exciting. So it could be really cool. Um, but yeah, I, think I can't wait to see that. The show was amazing, man. I just like <sighs> you told me to watch the show, and because of the pandemic, we did. And I just yeah, oof, yeah. Do you think if we just even tried to push people to watch the show that it would it would actually pay off, or is this is this the kind of show that really is maybe just for? Like again, people like us, like the filmmaker types, like the people who like will really delve into it. Or can people, can regular people, like regular watchers, if they just gave it a shot, do you think they would actually get something out of it? I think they could because, you know, Olivia's not a filmmaker. She loved it. She did? Yeah. She thinks it's better than Breaking Bad. She loved Breaking Bad. Keisha fell uh, off on it a little bit. She stopped caring about the show, but I I got her to know Breaking Bad because I told her, you got to watch this show. It's one of the best series ever made. And she loved it. And then we, started um better call saul and it's been yeah yeah she loved it so i think more and more people can come around on it i will say this though man this show is a dying breed man this oh, yeah. might be one of the the last cable shows like this um because look netflix ain't in the business of doing six seasons of a show no i mean unless it's a reality show um apple tv all they do predominantly is miniseries. They're not really right. interested in doing more than one, one or two seasons. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that makes sense, though, because they're new on the block, right? Right, right? Like, but it makes sense for like maybe an HBO Max to take on a show like this, obviously. Right. Or, but, you know, hey, HBO yeah. Max turned down Breaking Bad. They did. Or not HBO Max. HBO turned down. Breaking they better Bad. not turn Vince Gilligan down for anything else. They might want to come to do. No, though. Vince Gilligan's got a do whatever the fuck you want card at AMC. Oh yeah, and he, and of course, never he'll never go anywhere else. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think that this is this show is uh, what's a good way to put it? It's a, it's a dinosaur. It's, mm-hmm. it's in a it's it's a breed that's going extinct. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know if we ever will. Again, like I told you, I don't. I, again, unless unless Vince does something completely different. Yeah. Um, like we may have one season shows that are very 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 good, but like this six seasons where. Every character gets a backstory. Every character gets emotional depth that you've like never seen. I don't. I can't imagine we get that anymore. No, I don't think so. That's why. Like I've been just completely depressed about this 
knowing that that this was it like this may just be the last time we get i'll rewatch the show probably but like just something new again yeah. from this and this in this way that's yeah, probably yeah. that's it that's pretty much that's pretty much gone maybe we'll see who knows uh you know vince is only like oh how old is vince well i mean uh you never know he maybe come yeah. back around i don't think it's like the last last time we'll be in the breaking bad universe i think he'll just take a break and then once you know down the line We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, see, we'll see another one. I think it'll probably by, by, by then they'll probably everyone will be old, too old. So it'll probably be a new be a new side of that universe, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, it really just sucks to. Uh, it's just like you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of the greatest things. Yeah, and it's one of the best series ever made. Yeah, for sure. One and I hope that, again, whatever. Good. I just say whatever Vince does next, I'm sure it'll be just as interesting and good um, because. He's just a, he's just a master at their craft at this point. Like they just do what they uh, what comes to them because it services their 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 script and vision solely. And I don't see it being anything less. So, but man, am I sad? I'm sad yeah. that that was it. That was it. Oh, I want it so bad. Yeah, man. Uh, there you go. One of the greatest shows ever made. Uh, watch it if you haven't. Watch it if you haven't. Just give it a shot. Yeah. You have Netflix, just give it a shot. Actually, I will say there are some people who did give it, who are who did watch it and like did not really attach to it. They still think that Breaking Bad's better, but interesting. Whatever, a better show, but it's I a can, better show. I can, I can see why you think Breaking Breaking Bad's not a bad choice. So yeah, I uh, I, I guess I get it. No big deal. Yeah, no, it's still obviously a great show. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> two of two of the greatest shows ever made. Like, it's hard Not to pick. So bad. Yeah, picking exactly. diamonds is tough. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, anyways, everybody, that is our show for this week, and um, we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll be doing a beast review very soon because, like, uh, Alex in particular has been just—it's been waiting. It's been wait, waiting for this one, and uh, I'm. We gotta talk I've heard good. Th- I've heard good things. Me too. So far. So I'm yeah. I'm down. I'm yeah. so down. You know? Same. All right. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Later, y'all. Bye.